Make sure you're paying suppliers on time because they can list you as running late on your company reports. That affects your score. That affects your ability to go and get finance, business funding, whatever you're doing, the home loan, the refinance, investment, property loans, whatever you're doing. It can make it really expensive. So making sure you pay invoices on time, making sure you're paying all your consumer debts on time. It's a big mistake I see. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Hello, hello, everyone. It's another episode of She Renovates. And so today we're talking about something that you need to guard with your life and that's your credit score. And unfortunately, well, certainly since the changes came in around what happens if you don't look after it, a lot of people have fallen foul of the laws and ended up with a not-so-good credit score, and that can really be debilitating if you're wanting to buy property. So I've brought a rock star in today. Victoria Costa is a multi-talented professional serving as a CEO, public speaker, author and credit repair specialist. With over 10 years of experience, she's assisted many Australians in improving their rating, their credit rating, facilitating their ability to buy homes, cars and grow their businesses. Her impressive success rate of 87% in removing defaults demonstrates her expertise and effectiveness. Victoria takes on challenges of any scale and is dedicated to helping clients with poor credit ratings by eliminating unfair and damaging credit listings. She operates on a no-fee unless successful policy, ensuring her client satisfaction. Her mission is to enable Australians to access the finance they need and enjoy the best interest rates. Well, welcome, Victoria. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So I have just shared quite a lengthy bio, but what I would like you to do is to tell us in your words a little bit about you, like who is Victoria Costa and, yeah, what brought you here? Yeah, the bios are always funny, aren't they? Because you listen to them after you've written them, you go, oh, that's a bit that's a bit cringe because I think as business owners, as service providers, we just want to help. And that's me in a nutshell. I just want to help. But then when I get asked for my bio, I just have this real cringe moment, like award-winning, multi-talented. It's like, well, I probably am. And maybe I have a bit of imposter syndrome, right? I think a lot of us do. Yeah, I reckon. But yeah, look, I'm just a girl going out there, a human being, just going, hey, I love what I do. And trying to spread the good word and God willing, I get to do that every day. So I started in finance 20 years ago and back in early 2000s and I was just in mortgage processing to sort of getting a sense of the finance industry. And then I moved into broking and then as much as I loved that, it was really, really hard because that was GFC times 2007. I was in Western Sydney, Parramatta. I was probably the 10th broker to see a deal so I couldn't ride it anywhere. So I soon gave up on that and fell into the wonderful world of credit repair. And I just saw that it was just a bit of a mess, right? So it was my vision to go and change the world one credit report at a time. But that's, yeah, me in a nutshell, I just love to help people, as all of us, I think, do. Beautiful. So 
Yeah, as we mentioned, pristine credit report is a beautiful thing when you're trying to buy property. Yeah. And as our renovators are always wanting to buy more property. Mm-hmm. So what sort of things cause people to get a bad credit rating? What are the common things? Are they always deserved or are, do, are there traps for beginners? Renovators out there, love your work. I just finished renovating my very, very first home. I've always rented and I'm glad to say I'm still married to my husband, so number one. So good on you for doing the work that you do. Yeah, clean credit report as a business owner. I mean, if you need business funding, if you need supplies, if you need, I don't know, you need a bunch of tiles, buy things in bulk, getting that sort of finance is near enough impossible even if you have a great credit score. So just backtrack to the basics. So as a business owner, you would have your individual credit report with a credit score linked to it. The major credit reporting agency is Equifax. Then you have your company. If you have a PCY LTD, you'll have a company report with a credit score too. It is vital as business owners that our credit score sit no lower than 650. When I started 10 years ago in credit repair, they didn't have credit scoring as a system. There's a few things that we're seeing that are really affecting people, which if you just take home a couple of tips today off off this podcast is number one is make sure you're paying suppliers on time because they can list you as running late on your company reports. That affects your score. That affects your ability to go and get finance, business funding, whatever you're doing, the home loan, the refinance, investment, property loans, whatever you're doing. It can make it really expensive. So making sure you pay invoices on time, making sure you're paying all your consumer debts on time. It's a big mistake I see. And these are little things that I'm pointing out to now that I can't fix. So we get about 40 to 50 credit reports a day. Out of those 50, half of them we send away with a educational no, you need to change your behavior because people don't get it. We're not taught this stuff. CBA runs the education program in schools which lacks anything to do with credit reporting. And it's all shifted so much. It's become so complex. Nobody can be bothered to go out there apart from me and actually (laughs) educate people because it costs you money. I have to run volume just to make profit at the end of the day. But about half the files are simply people inquiring too much. Be mindful when you're inquiring for stuff, even if you don't get the finance. Buy now, pay later, things like that. If you're checking out suppliers and asking for contracts on a regular basis, Ask them to do a soft touch in the back of your report rather than putting a hard hit on your credit report because each inquiry that gets put down on our file can take away 20 to 50 points. And say if we go back to that example of having a minimum score of 650, you do two inquiries, all of a sudden you could be sitting at 550. And What does that mean? That means higher interest rates. And that's a world right now that is pretty darn scary. I mean, the last few years we've had a cruisy run. Even if you had bad credit, you could get 3% on an investment property loan. So let's just go back there a bit. So it's not just the banks. Like we all know that if we put an application in for finance and it's not approved, that's a hit on your credit Mm -hmm. report. But you're saying if you're trying to get an account with a supplier and they make an application, what's the point of that? Like that's crazy. Oh, look, I mean, if you just want, I don't know, panelling for the next three properties or something, but I guess if you're doing a credit account with them where they're going to open an account and maybe you pay over six months, then they have every right 
it's a credit contract to go and check on us. Do I agree with it? No, I don't agree with half the stuff that's going on in credit reporting and credit scoring right now. But yeah, Yeah. asking your suppliers, hey, listen, you've got a soft touch access at the back of the reporting system. Please make sure you're using that because now I'm credit scored. Every time you go in and do director's access on my report, you're stuffing up my score. We're having to educate business owners on this all the time, like finding out these little tricks to kind of, and it's not illegal. They should be doing that. They should be doing a soft touch access on the back of the reports. No need for a hard hit inquiry. I must admit, I don't open accounts. The main reason I don't is because I hate having another bill to pay. And I figure (laughs) I have to pay the credit card bill why don't I just have it in one bill? Like if you have with your Bunnings account, you can have it set up as a cash account, which is what I do, so that it all comes in on the same bill. And the other thing that I do is I set up an automatic sweep so I can never forget to pay that bill. Perfect. Um, I love that. That's so good. But the other thing is buy now and pay later. So what's the issue with that and why does that impact your, not? I haven't never done it, but yeah, I'm wondering. Well, a lot of people have, unlike you, they're not savvy in looking at ways to try and protect their reports, but that's because we just don't have the education. So we're getting a lot of families coming to us who don't have anything wrong with their credit reports. A lot of business owners coming to us. There's nothing in particularly wrong with, in particular, that's wrong with their credit reports, but there's, I don't believe they're low grade. This is a, and I've said this so many times, this is a global shift in market Buy Now, Pay Later is a facility that families see as a smarter option rather than going and getting a credit card which has interest. It makes friggin' common sense. But the algorithms in the back of Equifax and Ilion, the credit reporting systems, deem those as low grade. So if you go to Wallet Wizard, which is actually owned by Credit Corp, a debt collector, they will raise an open Credit Corp account on your Ilion report and it will smash your score right down. If you do one or two buy now pay later inquiries again there's a couple of them that aren't doing a hit on the credit report which is great and they are obviously looking to regulate the buy now pay later sector which is awesome once that's done we'll all be protected but at the moment the algorithms are going oh hang on a minute like why are you buying stuff that maybe you can't afford which is not in reality is not what's happening Yeah, mum and dad need a, to buy something for whatever they're doing. It makes sense not to have a credit card and interest. And often the retailers, well, I shouldn't say often, I've had the experience where a retailer has encouraged you to go for one of those, Afterpay, I think it was. I was buying mm. something online and it was significantly cheaper if I paid with Afterpay now, I've never had an after-pay account, but I can't stand to leave money on the table. So I set one up just to buy this thing and then I paid all the payments at once because I knew if I didn't, I'd forget them. So mm. I paid them straight away. But you think it's crazy. Like, anyhow. Yeah, it can mean the difference. For example, you're wanting to buy a property, renovate it, you've got the mortgage that's going to sit there for whatever your reasons or you're getting a business loan to cover it. The interest rate could mean double the repayments because you've got a low score. And we had, I had one lady, for example, Anne-Marie, she was trying to buy a property and she had nothing wrong other than two zip pay inquiries on her credit report. Now I removed those and her score went from about 580 to over 750. All of a sudden she could finally get into ANZ Bank, which is where she wanted to be. Wow. 
Wow. But it's the banks too, right? The banks are so strict on all of this. They need yeah. to make, learn to be a bit more flexible. Otherwise, there's going to come a day where the majors aren't going to be able to lend to any of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if someone, because often like someone, I've had someone say, oh, my credit score's not good enough. What can I do? I didn't think you could do anything. So what can someone do if they've got, like obviously clean up their act moving forward, but what can they do now? And how long does it take for the score to recover? It depends what the data is that's causing the score to be low. So there's various score key contributing factors, right? And if you get a copy of your credit report, it will tell you on the first page, this is your score and this is why. These are the factors that are contributing towards your score. So first step would be to go and get your free report from Equifax, which is mycreditfile.com.au. Do not go to free credit scoring websites. You need to go to Equifax. They're the main credit reporting agency. You'll have the report within minutes, if not a few hours. You can then read and ascertain just by reading that first page. And we have to spend half an hour to an hour on the phone with people going through all of this. And then we give them a guide on, hey, this is all the credit reporting agencies. This is where you get your reports. This is how you can learn how to protect and improve your reports because it's all of that. So holistically, it's not just right at this minute, what can we fix? It's moving forward. What do I do to make sure I don't end up back here again? So being very proactive about our credit scores and protecting our credit reports, that's number one. But number two, the data that you can fix is only the unfair or the incorrect data. That's what I specialize in. So no, you wouldn't probably think you could because I'm pretty sure your credit score is probably like a thousand or one of the highest numbers, right? Like you don't need us. And that's the same for everyone else. People don't realize that there's data on there that's affecting them until it's almost too late. Then they'll come to us. Usually it's because they've gone to a finance broker. That's the world I operate in as a B2B business owner. And the finance broker will say, hey, listen, you've got a low score. I'm going to send you across to Victoria and her team. Let's see if we can maybe remove some of this negative data to obviously get the score up to a point yeah. where they can get their loan done. So the data that I've specialized in removing is defaults. A default is when you don't pay, for example, Vodafone. You yeah. leave an account, you forget six months goes past, it goes to a debt collector, they then listed a default or what you call an overdue mark, that's on for five years. So five okay. years, you're going to pay double, if not triple the interest rates across all your loans, unless you can remove that. I remove those every day. Last week, I removed 28 defaults. Okay. Just as a figure. So 28 yeah. people, 28 families, whatever they are, business owners can now move on with their lives. That's what we're doing, right? Court action, so I've got my law firm, Credit Fix Lawyers, Nothing held in trust, nothing payable up front, but we work with the plaintiff solicitors, get them to sign particular orders we need, go back to court, make sure the credit reports are cleared. It's about a six to eight week journey. So those are the things you can remove. What you can't remove is behavioral patterns that are legit data. Like if you're just going out and you're doing 20 inquiries on your phone on a weekend for a personal loan, well, sorry, oops. And then the time you need to wait. So if we get to fix something, it's instant. So as soon as we fix that credit, we see a score jump from 300 to 600, from 400 to 700. It's not just about the score though, it's about the data itself. They're getting auto-declined because of a default, because of a court action. If it's behavioral, you're looking at a six to 12 month journey for it to naturally, organically start going up and improving itself. Whoa, mm. that's very motivating. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not selling hair care products, <laughs> Benedict. No, no. So with Equifax, 
They also have an option to have a membership so you know when someone is checking your credit. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's a valuable thing to do? 100%. I say it every day of the week, probably 20 times a day when I'm talking to people. We spend 40 bucks, 50 bucks a month on Paramount, Netflix, Stan, whatever. I give a shout out to all of them. $10 a month. Why can't you spend $10 a month on yourself, on your credit scoring? I do it. I sign up to the Equifax system. $10 a month, I sign up for the Ilion. So you've got more than one credit reporting agency, right? Equifax is your main one. But 100%, I say that so many times. If I had a dollar for every time I said that, I'd be a millionaire. We'll see if we can get some action. (laughs) What about the membership that offers to protect you from identity theft? Is that valuable? Yeah, I believe it is. We've only got to look at Medicare, Optus, cyber attacks, like the Optus cyber attack was done by a teenager who couldn't find a job, who just got angry and frustrated one day and decided to hack Optus. I mean, if these systems can be hacked so easily, you know, how safe is our data? So any way that I can protect my data, I would suggest as an opinion for everyone else to do. Yeah, but I was wondering how effective they were because I don't think any membership would protect you from something like the Medibank hacking, would it? What you can do is you can put in your email addresses, you can put in your bank account details securely through Equifax's Mm. system, and you can say, look, keep an eye on these for me. So you might get a trigger alert that says your email has been compromised. Yeah, we found your password being used online for something else. That, for example, is quite useful. But I mean, we all know we're all business owners sitting here. We need to be making sure we have password lock lock accounts and things like that and safety blah blahs for our passwords or two-factor I think is another way to go about it if you've got the two-factor the generator code thingy that you have I have my app yeah. on my, I don't know yeah. too many apps yeah 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 that one I have that and I have signed up to sort of two-factor ID wherever I can that is awesome I can't believe Commonwealth Bank still lets me into my accounts without two-factor if anybody's listening from CBA please install two-factor. I believe that's more secure than any other system. Wow. Wow. And what's the lowest credit score you've ever seen? I've seen people being excluded in big red letters in bold on page one of their credit report. Poor things. It means we can't even score you, mate. It's so bad, buddy. Sorry. Come back later. Wow. Yeah. So bank bankrupt. So for example, if you're currently or you have been bankrupt, potentially you don't have a score. Okay. Mm. Okay. So is there anything that I should be asking you that I'm not? Oh God, there's so many questions. I mean, I did a session for one of my local chamber of commerce groups, breakfast, one of those 7am yeah. Everybody wants to talk. Oh, I don't understand it. I, I really don't get it. But I go along because there are other business owners and they need my help, you know. And I spent an hour talking to them and I probably could have spoken for another hour. My key points, I don't know, what if you, you're not really missing anything. It's just we could go into detail from the very beginning. Yeah. Or we could go into more. Yeah complex. Do you know what I mean? Like conversation. I think, right? I think but, the key messages we want to get across are that every time you make an application, really for anything, it's going to impact your credit score and that the impact of that can be devastating. And the second thing is that it is possible to have unfair things, well, 
removed from your credit record. Yeah, and whether you're using us or someone else, that doesn't matter. But I just want everyone to know is that you shouldn't be paying a credit repair company upfront, even if they say it's like no win, no fee. So you'll get your money back because we've seen yeah. people fall into companies like that and they never get their money back. Yeah, because so I, sure, yeah, yeah. I would imagine there are some fairly unscrupulous operators out there. <laughs> We're a bit like the world of private lending. <laughs> and it's few and far between who are doing the right thing. So yeah, number one, never part ways with money up front. So always ask for a result in writing before you part ways with your hard-earned cash. The other thing is make sure you're paying things like credit cards, personal loans on time. I understand interest rates are up. I understand there's a lot of hurt and distress out there. What we're seeing is that people are trying so hard to maintain their mortgages. They're thinking that they can miss one or two credit card payments and it's fine. The thing with that is that we have 24 months repayment history with all of our accounts, our consumer accounts, not commercial. That's our yeah. companies. That's We don't have open account information for those with suppliers, et cetera. But your banks, your lenders, like car loans, personal loans, credit cards, mortgages, 24 months repayment history information. And you just missing that one repayment on your credit card, that's going to sit there for the next 23 months until it drops off. It is going to affect your ability to get in with particular lenders yeah. for 23 months. So yeah. Make, making sure you're opting in for formal financial hardship assistance, following through with that very quickly and making sure that's implemented in writing and making sure the exit out of that hardship strategy is very clear. So if they say to you in three months' time we will pause this and then you need to pay us four months, you need to be ready to pay the four months because then okay. you'll have four months in arrears on your credit report and it's going to affect you again for another 23 months until it drops off the file. So making payments on time, very important, or get in touch. And don't call. Everyone, I give them the whole strategy on how to fix reports themselves, like DIY stuff, right? I always give yeah. them little strategies they can do themselves. And they're like, call me back a week later. Oh, I called them twice and I was on hold. And I was like, listen, and I'm very patient. I'm a very patient person. Sometimes I want to, you know what it's like, hang up the phone and have a bit of an scream around the house but most times I mean, I'm very very patient with people because I get it this isn't something that we learn in schools or we're given as a tool it's often after the fact so I get it but I always tell people listen I put it in writing it was in my email here's your email template find their complete complaints email or portal or hardship email or portal and put it in writing you need to always put your complaints in writing or any requests for hardship in writing don't pick up the phone you'll get nowhere beautiful well, I think you've given us some very actionable points for anyone that does need need to look at their credit score. If someone would like to contact you, how do they do that, Victoria? It's as easy as sending me an email. If you want to get in touch, I'm always here. If I'm not around, I've got my backup support superstars. So they're here too to help with scenarios. So just my email, victoria at creditfixsolutions.com.au. Beautiful. We'll put that in the show notes too. So if anyone's interested in speaking to Victoria about their credit score, please go ahead because she's an absolute whiz. Oh, thank you so much. And just being here and knowing that anybody listening, look, it's completely free assessment, free education. If it's something you can do yourself, we'll, we'll help you. So thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Beautiful. And for those well, probably nobody knows this, but Victoria and I are both in the Business Blueprint community and we've just 
shared notes that we've, Victoria's, we've both been in it close enough to 10 years. So we've been in the same circles, but we've never actually connected. Because we've got our on the business hats on when we're in the courses, but I will see you in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Yeah. Thanks so much, Victoria. Take care. Thank you. You too. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.